Our first question comes from Lance Pugmire with Los, the Los Angeles Times. Dana, how you doing? I just I wanted to ask you if you can elaborate on the point of putting Connor in this in this fight against Floyd. If he loses, you know, a lot of people think he's going to lose convincingly. Does it or does it not damage the UFC brand? No, absolutely not. Um, <clears throat> at the end of the day, these two guys wanted this fight. The fans wanted this fight. And, you know, Connor is, is a mixed martial artist. He's going in and into a boxing match with arguably the greatest boxer of all time. Um, you know, I, I don't think it damages the brand or, or Conor McGregor at all. I, I think it actually elevates Conor McGregor. The fact that this kid who, who has so much to lose uh, is willing to step in and is absolutely confident that he will win this fight. Um, I, I think it's one of the many reasons that people love Conor McGregor. And, you know, win, lose, or draw, it'll be one of the reasons that people continue to love Conor McGregor. Yeah, Dana, I know you're a tremendous boxing fan. You follow the sport for years. When you look at Connor's work standing up against uh, Jose Aldo, Nate Diaz in the rematch, and Eddie Alvarez, what does that mean toward a, a fight against uh, Floyd Mayweather? Right. I mean, listen, is, is he, you know, at the level of a, of a Floyd Mayweather uh, as far as boxing standards go? No. But the kid, first of all, is a southpaw. You know, and, and, and people can, you know, argue one way or another. Floyd, traditionally, if you want to say there's ever been a kink in the armor with, with, with that kid, it's with southpaws. And Conor McGregor is an absolute knockout artist. When he hits you, you go. Um, so it, it's part of the fun of this fight. Is Conor McGregor in a 12-round fight going to be able to touch Floyd Mayweather? Yeah. Thank you so much. I know a lot of other guys want to talk. Thank you. Our next question comes from Kevin O from Yahoo Sports. Hi, guys. Congratulations on getting the fight done. I will throw this out for all three of you to answer, but um, I know the uh, Mayweather-Pacquiao fight grossed 600 million. Do you think that this fight has a chance to hit a half a billion uh, in one night? Um, Kevin, yes, of, of course. Why not? I mean, this is the fight. You got to understand, obviously, with Mayweather-Pacquiao and Stephen King, test to this is that that was a fight that the fan had been t fans have been talking about for years. There's not one place that I go to that Floyd goes to that anybody's affiliated, associated with Floyd Mayweather that asked the question, Floyd, are you going to fight Conor McGregor? This is a very, very hot fight. And this is the fight that the fans want. And it's, it's, yeah. it's going to be it's going to be a tremendous event. This, the fans wanted this fight. Yeah, I, I, yeah. If we if we look at this, um, you know, you're, you're we're not only drawing fans from the universe of boxing fans and, and and the universe of MMA fans. We've actually tapped into the audience that really doesn't follow either sport. You know, this is such an unprecedented event, such a spectacle that all of a sudden people who have never really been interested in either MMA or boxing are interested in this event due to the nature of the competition and the nature of these two personalities. That's an untapped part of the market that not even Mayweather Pacquiao touched. And I, th I think this fight is bigger globally than uh, the Mayweather Pacquiao was. Okay. And, and let me, Dana, let me ask you this, if I could just follow up on that a little bit after the McGregor, I mean, excuse me, after the Mayweather Pacquiao fight, 
you were among the many people who were critical of the event that, you know, they, they priced the tickets too high. You know, the average fan was uh, priced out. Um, so can you talk a little bit about what you guys are going to do on this to make sure that the average fan can afford to see the fight and, um, you know, I, get into the arena if they want to do that, that type of thing? I never said that. I never said that, that they priced the average fan out. What I said is they, they, they couldn't have fucked this thing up worse with how late they got tickets out. I was actually a guy who bought tickets. I couldn't even get my tickets the week of the fight. And, uh, you know, you know it, it, it became this thing where it was almost so impossible to get tickets uh, after you had already paid for them that, that people started canceling their rooms and all kinds of things. The beautiful thing about the disaster that was that fight is I think everybody learned from it, and, uh, and it won't happen again. Uh, you, you know, I, th- I think that the fight was so big and everybody was so crazy and rabid about it that a lot of mistakes were made uh, that, that, that cost them money, which is hilarious to say because it's the biggest money-making fight of all time. So, uh, you know, as bad as, it, as, as I think it, it, it got screwed up in some areas, uh, they, still did, they still did okay on it. So, uh, yeah, I think, I think that we, we, we gained from, from, the, from the mistakes that were made and, and the knowledge that they have now of, of what went wrong with that fight. Good. Thanks, guys. I'll let someone else get in. Our next question comes from Don Raphael with ESPN. Hello. Thank you, everybody, for uh, taking this uh, call. I, I had a couple of questions. Uh, whoever can answer that would be I'd appreciate it. I just had a couple of basic questions on the overall event. Uh, first off, how much is the pay-per-view going to cost? Have you set that price yet? We haven't yet. The, 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 the deal got done. It, you know, the deal is done, and now, you know, all, all the business will be handled now. But we, we haven't really got there yet. Do you, I mean, you know that the Pacquiao-Mayweather fight, Dana, was like $100. Are you thinking in that realm? I mean, yeah. that was a real big pushback, even though it did a big number. Um, you think it at that price or lower? When, when, you talk about, when you talk about super fights, I mean, this is a super fight. You know, two different guys from two different sports – you know, going in and putting it on the line. And obviously, you know, you can't charge, you can't charge what you would normally charge for a pay-per-view. I get it. And, and, and saying that there was pushback on, on the Mayweather-Pacquiao fight, there was anything but. It's the, it's the, it's the biggest fight ever in, in, in the history of pay-per-view. Um, and, and, and as much of a, of a clusterfuck as I said the ticket situation was, people were, people were rabid for tickets. I, I, was, I bought 10 tickets for that fight. That's the worst thing about it. Dano, uh, will, you prom- will you do things to promote this fight on your UFC programming? That's obviously not boxing, but you're going to have you know, TV shows and such between now and August 26th. Will you do, uh, do promotion of it on your programming? Yeah, you know what? Showtime is the, is the exclusive distributor of Floyd Mayweather's fights, but they were kind enough to, uh, to, 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 to you know, open the gate and let us do some stuff, too. We're going to do UFC Embedded like we do for our fights and, and, uh, and a couple of other things. But at the end of the day, show, Showtime is running the show. So I won't see yeah. a promo on, like, your next UFC live show on FS1 or something. What's that? Would I see something, like, would you mention it or have a promo for it on your one of the you have a live event? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to promote it through all of my, you know, through all of my inventory and everything that I'm doing. But, but as far as actually producing TV shows and, and doing all that type of stuff, Showtime is the exclusive. Uh, but, but they have, they've been kind and opened the window and, and let us have some fun and do some things too. Yeah, this is, uh, it's an event that, that got done so quickly simply because um, there's been a spirit of collaboration and partnership on this. So 
you really, you know, we're all pulling in the same direction. It's going to be a massive promotion. Can you also answer, uh, I mean, this is uh, something I know has always been important to Floyd. Um, if you could just address what the drug testing situation is for this fight, whoever has that, maybe Leonard knows. Yeah, you saw it. Yeah, you saw it. So much respect for Floyd Mayweather, because let me tell you, in the negotiations when we were talking about it, I said Connor is right now in the USADA program and is being drug tested right now. As soon as the deal is done, we want, they, they absolutely like didn't even flinch about drug testing. So much respect to Floyd on that. So it's going to be the, the same sort of uh, USADA that Floyd's done for many of his recent fights. Yes. Okay. And uh, one other thing, uh, and uh, this, I, I mean, I don't think this is an issue, but this is something I've been asked by other people. So I'm going to throw it out there. Is there any kind of language in this agreement that what might happen should Connor have a brain freeze and just start throwing elbows and kicks? Oh, yeah. That, that, that will not happen. What's the penalty? That will not happen. I mean, first of all, obviously, that, that, is, that is absolutely in the contract, number one. And number two, if this is a boxing match under the Nevada State Athletic Commission, under the, under the rules of, of boxing. And, I mean, when you talk about a guy uh, of Floyd Mayweather's level and, and value in the sport and things like that, I mean, the lawsuit, if that ever happened, would – you know, Connor likes money, man, and Connor would depart with a lot of money if that ever happened. So, yeah, that, that will not happen. Gotcha. Okay, guys, thank you very much. Thank you. Our next question comes from Damon Martin with Fox Sports. Hey, guys, thanks for the call. Dana, I know you talked to Connor this morning. You said in a couple other interviews. I mean, what is his attitude about his future with the UFC? I mean, how confident are you that he will fight again this year? I mean, I, I, I'm pretty confident in, in, in the conversation that I had with him. He, he's fired up for this fight, and he's excited to fight again and defend his title by the end of the year. Nothing is a guarantee. Um, you can't be guaranteed anybody's ever going to fight again. So, um, you, you know, but if you look at, at Connor. And the type of fight, the reason that this fight is so big and the reason that he's such a huge superstar is because this guy will fight anybody, anywhere, anytime. He's going to step in and fight Floyd Mayweather under boxing rules. These are the reasons that people love this kid. You know, I, I got all these guys crying about, oh, Conor McGregor this, Conor McGregor that. Shut up. Step up and fight like Conor McGregor fights. You know, take the big fights. When somebody falls out, you know, in, on four or five days, you know, he'll fight anybody. That's why people love him. If, if I had to tell you right here, right now, do I think Conor's coming back this year? I absolutely do. And I know you guys can't get into the financial exact arrangement that was made here. I know a lot was said about Mayweather-Pacquiao was a 60-40 split. Can you give us any kind of indication what the final number was for, uh, for Mayweather and McGregor? We have a confidentiality clause in place, and the financial de details will not be disclosed. Nobody, nobody's bummed out about this deal. I promise you that. Everybody's happy. <laughs> And, and one final question uh, for the undercard. This will all be boxing, and I assume and maybe this best is a uh, best question for Steven Espinoza, but I assume this will all be built, you know, with Mayweather Promotions, completely boxing. Like, there will be no other crossover fights. There will be no other UFC guys involved with this card. Um, well, you know, the, the undercard in terms of the televised undercard and the pay-per-view will absolutely be a straight boxing card. Um, but it's a, it's a big card. Um, there might be some interesting things that we do with, with the prelims. You know, that's something that we're going to come together on and really hope to make it uh, an entertaining day, not just, you know, three or four fights, but an entire 
entertaining afternoon and evening of, of legitimate fights all around. Awesome. Thanks very much, guys. Thank you. Our next question comes from Jack and Karnakao from the Boston Herald. Thanks very much. Uh, Stephen, considering Showtime's going to control the production, is Morrow going to call this fight? Who's going to be on the call? You know, um, we, we are controlling production, but this is very much a collaboration. Um, you know, uh, our, obviously Morrow's our, our go-to guy um, and, and has a history in both boxing and MMA. But we're going to sit down with, with both Dana and his colleagues as well as Leonard and, and put together the team that makes the most sense for the, for the good of the event. Danny, would you like to see some UFC announcer representation on the call? I don't know. We, we haven't really got into that uh, yet. Uh, like Steven said, we're, we're, we're going to talk about it, and, and we'll figure it out. I, I don't have a problem. Listen, at the end of the day, Showtime put up a lot of money uh, you know, to get Floyd Mayweather over there and, and to promote his fights and, and uh, whatever they want to do. They've, they've been very, very, very fair in this negotiation and letting us do things that – they absolutely did not let, uh, uh, have to let us do. So I'm, I'm cool with anything. Danny, you looking forward to doing, uh, from what I'm reading from Stephen there, uh, an afternoon UFC card the same day as the event? Is that what you're thinking? Uh, I, no, it's not, I didn't no. go that far. I, I just said, he no. didn't say that. He didn't yeah. say that. No, no. Like, there will be no UFC that day. This is okay. a boxing day. Okay, great. Um, to, Dana, to what degree would you expect uh, Connor to kind of frame this up in the interviews ahead of time? Is you know MMA being a superior fighting sport to boxing, kind of framing it as MMA are real fighters and boxers are just boxers? Do you expect him to put it that way? Um, well, that the, the reality is is MMA is MMA and boxing is boxing, and 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 he's stepping into. In, into the boxing arena. It doesn't matter uh, if, if they fought out in the street, what would happen? He has agreed to come in and, and box Floyd Mayweather. So it is what it is. Uh, I, mean, finally, I, yeah, I don't want to get too sidetracked on this, but you know, I think the best analogy to use here is it, it's, it's NASCAR and Formula One. You know, NASCAR is not going to replace Formula One. Formula One is not going to replace NASCAR. You see some crossover, a driver from Formula One will try NASCAR. No one makes a big deal about it. They say, oh, that'll be interesting to see how the skills transfer. I think that, that's what we're talking about here. Great. Yeah, and, for, and, oh, sorry, go ahead. And, and Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor are such unique individuals and, 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 and so dominant in both of their sports and, 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 you know, in, in every way, shape, and form. It, it, it's, it's, it's a fun fight. You know? and, and like Leonard said earlier, this isn't some fight that we went out and tried to, to make or build or anything else. This thing built itself. This is, this is a fight that, that started from the ground up. The fans wanted to see this thing. The media went crazy about it, and, uh, and here we are. Finally for Leonard. Leonard, when did Connor first get on Floyd's radar? Was there a fight he won or an appearance he made that made this all of a sudden start to be a real thing? Well, um, I can't exactly remember the time frame, but the kid, he's been making a lot of noise, and and I had I was I had watched the fight or something, and I was telling Floyd, I was like, this kid got a nice hand game. And Floyd, and you know, Floyd thought he said, yeah, he do got a nice hand game. So again, this is this is a fight that Floyd is taking very very seriously because we all do know all it takes in boxing is one shot, and it don't have to be a clean shot. A guy can a, a guy with that kind of power, he can nick you, and you can be buzzed. There's, there's been a few times in, in, in fights in Floyd's career 
that, you know, he, he might have been buzzed in the fight, but nobody never knew. And there has been a couple times that he's been buzzed in the fight. So is it the one thing about Conor McGregor we do know is that you got to pay him very, very close attention because when he touches people, they fall out. Thanks, guys. Our next question comes from Brian Campbell with CBS Sports. Hi, Dana. You made a, a, a pretty large 180 in terms of not supporting this fight originally, saying it would be an epic fail for Connor if he went down this road and then supporting it. So how much of that had the, to do with the idea of this being financially beneficial for the UFC to pay off debt after the sale last year? I, I didn't say uh, that, that this would be an epic fail uh, for Connor to go down this path. That, that was something else that I... That, that I was talking about. What was the question about the debt? How much does this have to do with the UFC receiving money to allow this fight to take place? Listen, if you're going to ask me stupid questions, at least get your questions right. First of all, I didn't say that this would be an epic fail if he went down that path. Um, and what, what we were talking about something else because Connor and I were actually butting heads on something. That's when I said that would be an epic fail if he went down that path. Right. Number two uh, as far as the debt goes, Connor could fight twice this year, and we're, we're going to do fine anyway. This is the fight that Connor wanted, Mayweather wanted it, and the fans wanted it. So we're doing it. So if you're going to ask me a stupid question, at least get it right. Sorry, I meant epic fall, not epic fail. But uh, Leonard, from your point of view, uh, Dana has said this would be a fight contested at 154 pounds. What went into that decision for Floyd? We had no, we had no issues with fighting Conor McGregor at 154. It's a fight, and it's going to take place at 154 pounds. What were the biggest points of uh, contention in the negotiation for anyone? There really weren't any. The thing was actually yeah. really smooth. It, 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 it's one of one of the smoothest that I've ever been involved in. Me too. <laughs> and I, I heard that. <laughs> Finally, guys, question about the undercard. Are we looking at all boxing, no, no other UFC crossover on this? Yes, all, all boxing, and, and we'll, we'll, put together, um, we'll, we'll put together a tremendous undercard, um, but that's forthcoming. You know, we're, we're very excited, again, to be working, you know, Stephen, myself, Floyd, we're very excited to be working with Dana and Connor in this tremendous event. This this shit is, is, is going to be fun. It's really going to be a lot of fun. And the fans, uh, I, I can't wait to get started with this. Thanks, guys. Our next question comes from Lester Silva with Univision. Good evening, everyone. Uh, this question is for Leonard or Dana. Uh, you guys had mentioned that this was pretty much smooth sailing as far as putting this uh, mega fight together. Was there an obstacle at one point where it could have jeopardized the fight, or was it just smooth throughout? No, it was. It was ever since we sat down and seriously started talking. It's it's been like I think all three of us were just unanimous, and it's been one of the smoothest deals we've ever done. Good to hear. And now my next question is for for Dana. Now that McGregor has made the crossover and. The breakthrough for uh, going into boxing. Have you been approached by other USC fighters wanting to do the same? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and the thing is, the, the, the difference is this. 
Floyd Mayweather is arguably the greatest of all time in, in boxing. Uh, you know, Conor McGregor is a massive star in our sport. The right fight in the right place at the right time. Um, I, I thought it would be impossible uh, to deal with Mayweather promotions, to deal with Heyman, to deal with Showtime. And, and, and I thought it would all be an impossible deal to do. It was the right fight at the right place at the right time, and we got it done. So, yeah, I, I don't want to be doing this every weekend. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Our next question comes from Gene Wang with Washington Post. Hey, uh, Leonard, just uh, one quick question for you. Uh, um, is this a one-and-done deal for Floyd, or would he be leaving the door open after this uh, if he has the itch to fight more after, after this one? Floyd has talked not, nothing else other than fighting Conor McGregor. That's 100% of his focus. You know, when I talk, spoke to him earlier, he was actually running while he was talking to me on the phone with the cell phone in his ear, and he, had to, he told me, I'll call you back. Floyd's not thinking about nothing other than Conor McGregor. That's one thing about, I've always admired about him is that you only can focus on what's in front of you. When you get to looking ahead or remotely considering some other shit, at this level, when you're operating, you, 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 don't, you take the focus off of what it is, then you slip up and you make a mistake. All Floyd is thinking about is fighting Conor McGregor and whipping his ass. And, and, and Leonard, you can interrupt me and, and, and call, me a, call me a liar if I'm saying this incorrectly. But at the time when all of this went public on social media, you know, Floyd was you know, a little behind Conor's tweet. Uh, Floyd was actually out running at the exact moment when all this burst on social media. So that was actually why he was a little bit delayed in getting it up on his social media because he was actually running at that time. And that's, that's exactly true. We had talked like three times. We talked three times this morning, and he wasn't finished his damn run. That's just how he is. It's like business first, and, you know, he was in the middle of his run, and he was like, I will call you back. He had somebody hand him the phone. He said, "Ellen, I'll call you back. I'm in, in the middle of my run. That's just how he is. Thank you, guys. Our next question comes from Robert, Robert Morales with LA, LA Daily News. Uh, hello, everybody. Um, I have one for uh, Stephen and for Dana, if I may. Uh, Stephen, I wanted to kind of ask you a question, kind of the reverse of what Lance asked Dana earlier. You know, if a guy like Conor McGregor comes in and either gives Floyd, you know, more grief than we've seen him get against boxers or even somehow beats him, does that hurt the boxing brand? Oh, you know, this, this is not a referendum on the sport of boxing or, or the sport of MMA. Um, what this is is it's a competition between Floyd and Conor. Um, and if Conor is victorious, what that means is that Conor beat Floyd and we have – you know, uh, a really interesting potential rematch maybe down the line. But that's all it means. You know, it's not a, a victory for one sport or the other, regardless of who wins. Gotcha. Thank you for that. Hey, Dana, um, I, I know you think a lot of Connor, and I've, I've spoken to a couple of people about him. Uh, they say he's got this, like, really tremendous fighting spirit. Uh, can you just tell us a little bit about him in a nutshell, about that fighting spirit and, you know, maybe where he ranks with other, you know, great MMA fighters that you've promoted. No, I agree. It's absolutely true. And I, I think, you know, you can't help but feel it. And it's what makes, when, when you're a true fight fan, when you're a true fight fan, you know, 
You don't mind hearing about the money and, and all that other stuff as long as you're, it's a guy that loves to fight and he's willing to challenge himself against anybody out there. You know, fights fall out. I've, I've got all these situations, you know, over the last several years when a fight will fall out and we got these guys that are supposed to be the biggest, baddest guys in the world. They, they claim they're the best in the world. They're the world champion, whatever it might be. They're not willing to step up and, and take a, a late-minute replacement, you know. And when you're a fan – you bought tickets, you know, you got your hotels booked or, you, you know, uh, you're planning a party on Saturday night. When your guy steps up and fights anybody and then wins, that's the stuff that people love. And, 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 and that's what, uh, what the way Connor is. Connor told me this morning the McGregor clan has been uh, uh, taking over villages for the last 300 years. And uh, Floyd's village is next. <laughs> hey, Dana, thank you for that, brother. I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> Our next question comes from Daniel Austin with Post Media. Uh, hi, guys. I'm not sure who exactly this would be for, but uh, obviously the promotional side of this fight is going to be something that people are really interested in. Uh, do you know when we'll get to see the two of them sort of in the same room or, or doing a press conference together? We're working on that now. We'll have, we got the deal done, and, uh, and, and now we're getting all the business done on how this is all going to work out and uh, you know, obviously, this is new territory for me. You know, I, I, I'm not used to uh, working with other people on doing this stuff. So we, we got to, we got I figure in the next uh, probably six to seven days, we can get this stuff figured out and have a lot more answers and start getting the ball rolling on a lot of this stuff. It seems like International Fight Week would, would make sense. Uh, do you imagine there will be events surrounding this fight there? Oh, guys, listen, I hope we have our stuff together way before International Fight Week. We'll be in big trouble if, if that's when we're, we're getting everything out. I, I, I expect this stuff to, to start moving real quick. Yeah. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Our next question comes from Vlad Lick with Ring TV. Hi. Good evening, guys. Uh, first question is for Leonard. You've been involved in major promotions. When I think about the Pacquiao fight, Canelo, and then Oscar, some major, major events. How, how would this one rank with some of the larger promotions that maybe the promotions have done? Well, well, initially, and, and obviously, I'm, I'm equipped to speak on that, obviously, because, you know, I've been with Floyd 21 years now. So every big event we've been out in front of, this has a different kind of feel only because for quite some time, you know, and obviously with Conor McGregor not being a boxer, you know, it's, it's, this is more of a, a mainstream global event because, again, this is something that the fans want to see, you know, and he's, he's done a tremendous job with promoting himself. Dana has done a tremendous job with, with, with promoting him. And, and like I said, he, he's the biggest star in, in their sport. And, and, you know, so when you look on the other side, from the Floyd side, we all know what Floyd brings to the table. But it's the fans. It's the fans, the one who have demanded this because, again, and I've said this over and over, and you'll continue to hear me say it, any and I can't go nowhere. Floyd can't go nowhere. Any member of his team Steven can't go anywhere. Dana can't go anywhere without people saying the same thing. Are y'all really going to make that fight? So when the fans are demanding this fight, you got to get it. You got to figure it out and get it done. And this is a total. 
this is a total different feel from the, the Pacquiao fight because this is the, the unknown factor. The unknown factor. It, it, it's like, again, Conor McGregor, when he steps in there, it's like he, he, his stand-up game, I'm very damn impressed with it because it's like he don't even look like he throws his shots hard, but he's so slick with it. When he touches guys, even if he grazes them, it's like, excuse my first, it's like, damn, he fucked them up. And it's just like, next thing you know, they stretched out and they wobbled all around the ring. I'm like, man, <laughs> he better not graze Floyd with one of them shots. And again, I've seen Floyd buzz in a fight. Some guys that swing wild punches, you know, the shit happened in the Madonna fight. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you, you know, the, the, the thing what happens in these kind of fights is that, you know, I'm a realist. Floyd is 40 years old. He's in all for a minute. He got to get his ass up and be prepared for Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor's been active. You, you know what I'm saying? And he's been knocking guys out. And we'll be a bunch of damn fools to sit around and sleep on this and listen to all the bullshit that everybody else sits around and talk. Oh, well, no, nah, uh-uh. Floyd's ass is getting out there and getting up running, and he's coming. He knows Conor McGregor's coming after him, and Floyd's looking to get his ass up out of there, too. Great. Thanks, Len. Uh, one question for Dana. Uh, the characteristics you were talking in reference to Conor, he's backed it up. He's validated it. He's you know, taken the last-minute fights and won and backed up his talk. Uh, you know, how would you describe the feeling for him on this particular stage you know, in the past, past few years, he's the man when he walks into the building, and now he's got to share that limelight and be in the biggest stage. And, you know, you referenced earlier to your point, he's 28 years old. Uh, what, what do you think, how do you describe that feeling for him to kind of not get blinded by the lights in this case? Yeah, he, he never does. It's one of the things that, 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 that makes him who he is, too. This kid eats pressure like nobody I've ever seen. You know, from the minute we found him, um, and started building him and, and, and taking him to these different, uh, you know, like every fight he had next level, next level, uh, where he was the guy and the whole thing was riding on his back. He handled the pressure very well. Um, and, and this, and this one, he's not sharing the limelight. We're, we're stepping into Floyd's world. This, this isn't, this isn't our world. This is Floyd's world that he's stepping into. Um, you know, so it's just, I'm, I'm really excited to see, how he handles it that night. I'm really excited to see his game plan. Uh, you know, how he, how he, when he starts executing that night, uh, his game plan of fighting Floyd, I'm always fascinated by Conor McGregor. And I've been saying it all day, and I'll be saying it for the next couple months. I, I stopped doubting this kid a long time ago. So uh, it's going to be fun to watch. Great. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Thank you. Our next question comes from Salvador Rodriguez from ESPN Deportes. Hello, everyone. Uh, this is for uh, Stephen Espinosa. Stephen, uh, what is your expectations for the pay-per-view numbers? Is more like uh, my weather Pacquiao or my weather Canelo, two, three millions? I don't know. I mean, to, to tell you the truth, the sky is the limit. Um, we have what, what is truly an unprecedented event. And when you have that, really, there, there is no precedent. You know, there's nothing to compare it against. We've never seen this kind of competition in the ring. We've never seen these types of personalities get together in promotion. And we've never seen a combat sports event or really a sporting event of, of this magnitude. 
So, you know, what that means, um, you know, we're going to have our calculators ready and all the batteries charged. Uh, the sky's the limit. Thanks so much for Dana White. Dana, do you know if uh, Conor McGregor will be working with any special boxing trainer for this fight? Is May well, yeah, uh, Conor McGregor is working with a bunch of guys over there in Ireland. Uh, you know how he is about Ireland, man. He, he says, everybody thinks they're, you know, you got to go here or go there because the best this and that. And he's like, you know, we the Irish over here got our stuff together too. So, you, you know, he's, he's very serious about being Irish and keeping it all Irish. So, I don't think so. Thank you so much. And finally, uh, for Leonard Ellerby, Uh, how much do you believe, Leonard, that uh, the Floyd uh, increases his legacy, his boxing legacy with this fight? This fight, this is the fight for past Marciano with 50 victories in boxing. Repeat that again. How much do you believe that Floyd increases his boxing legacy with this fight? He's looking for the 50 victory in Saturday is, is, is in risking, August. How, how much is he risking his, his legacy in boxing right now with this fight? Oh, he, he's putting it all on the line. He's, he's putting it all on the line, you know, and, and again, this is going to be a great fight and we're very excited to see it. That's okay. Thanks so much. Our next question comes from Jim Edwards with champions. Yeah. Hi guys. Um, just a very quick question about the weight of 154 pounds. Um, was this the weight that was uh, originally offered to start off with, and which camp kind of came up with that weight to begin with? That's a, that's a good question. I don't actually remember. Do you remember how that? Started? Yeah, 54 was no 54 was no problem. You know, it, it came up. We'll just say it came up. It's no problem. So he said, no problem. I fight him in 54. No problem. I don't want no catch weight. I, I fight him in 54. Great stuff. And Dana, just uh, just another quick one for you, actually. UFC 215 um, hasn't actually been officially announced yet. There's a lot of rumors that it's going to be in Seattle. Um, is this announcement going to affect that in any way? And can we still expect that pay-per-view to take place? Yeah, I, I don't know yet. Uh, first of all, th that was never guaranteed that we were going to do that. But we were looking at Seattle and we were looking at somewhere else, too. Um, so I don't know. Okay, that's it. Uh, cheers, guys. Thanks. Thank you, sir. And our final question tonight comes from Scott Santana with AM New York. Hey, guys. Uh, this question is for anyone who can answer it. Uh, is there any language in the agreement about a rematch? There is not. All right. That was it. Thank you guys very much. We appreciate your time, and uh, we'll see you soon. Once again, that does conclude today's call. We appreciate your participation.